Welcome into the AU Radio Comics Corner. I think you never outgrow your love of these stories. A weekly look at new and upcoming comic book releases. I loved anything that was imaginative, that was high concept, that was a little bit bigger than life. Join us. You guys are great. Pull up a beanbag chair, settle in, and thumb through this week's issues with George and Travis. Purveyors of entertainment, we hope. Well, hello one and all, and happy holidays from the Comics Corner Podcast. Uh, we got a we got a few of us up here in the room today. Uh, how you doing, Travis? I'm doing good. A little punch drunk. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Very nice. I think that's good thing. Good things, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. Good for business. Sure. Bad for <laughs> bad for sanity. A little. That's that's true. <laughs> J- Jason, how are you holding up over there? I want to be drunk on punch. Well, there's there's some punch right there. Oh, I think that's Katie's. Yeah, don't drink that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we uh, it's uh, it's getting real close to the to the Christmas season here. We well, we're in the Christmas season. By the time you hear this, it'll be very nearly Christmas, and uh, we hope you all have happy holidays and have some fun comic reading in the meantime. Uh, and speaking of starting with one very appropriate comic for the for the week, uh, we had Klaus and the Crying Snowman. Do you, do you pronounce this Claus or Klaus? I don't know. It's yes. hard to say. I thought it was Claus just at a glance, but I, I haven't read it. So. Well, yeah. It, it's funny that comic books don't tell you how to pronounce things. <laughs> yeah, you think they <laughs> put the phonetic uh, pronunciation on You would hope. But no, uh, they they do uh, pretty much an annual like Christmas special around this time, because this is effectively like Santa year one before he you know became the you know holly jolly guy in the red suit that you know and love. Yeah. I, I enjoy the, the, uh, the description of this special, though. Is basically just that movie Jack Frost. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. I haven't gotten around to reading it yet. It's a big. It's a big one. Um, but it's got a. It's got claws with his crazy axe. You know, thing. He, it's got some crazy stuff on the cover. If you flip through it, the artwork from Dan Mora that comes in these guys is always phenomenal. Like he's so so good at at doing an action comic that has to uh, also happen to be a weird origin of Santa. Yeah, with weird robot snowmen yes and yes. and in this one one of them is a is an absentee father that mm-hmm. gets all sad and wants to go and make good with his family yeah jack frost yeah yeah also we got firefly number two this week which has been really good so far uh, greg pack is a really good uh, choice for the writer on this one um and dan mcdade is a wonderful artist they're uh, they're doing a good job at bringing us back to the verse and getting the band back together and Wash is currently present here uh, in this comic book, so that puts you at a certain place in the timeline. And to those who don't know why I'm bringing it up, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. <laughs> Very uh, subtle. Do you have a couple you want to throw out, maybe? I, I read uh, two that came out this week. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. If it, the one uh, on top is really good. I read uh, Middle West, number two that came out. Uh, that wonderful Scotty Young uh, kid on a journey. Uh, did you read this one? I, I haven't read it yet. I flipped oh, through it just good. to see the artwork is so good. So the the first one we had uh, the whole setup with the kid's dad just being terrible. Yeah, and then uh, he run the the kid runs away with his talking fox because mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you got to have a talking fox, right? And <laughs> this one uh, he gets into some trouble on a train. Yep. He might uh might eventually get led to some fantastical place that 
I, I don't know how, enough to describe about it because I haven't read it yet, but it seems like they're really moving the story pretty fastly forward. Yeah. He, he meets a wizard in this one. Oh, sweet. I was hoping that's who that was. <laughs> uh, the other one I read was uh, Grumble, the, <gasps> that Albatross book. Yeah. Uh, nice. With, oh, with, nice. With that wonderful, just, the, the guy's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the the second cover was so good? The one by Jenny Friesen with yeah, uh, with the very bulgy eyed bu- uh, guy on the cover, and yeah. the the dog is the main character, right? Uh, it's well, it's it's uh, we we don't know what the relationship between the two main characters is. Okay, but uh, he is like a friend of the girl's mom. And so he's he's going and trying to find him because he can help her out of whatever trouble that she's in. And okay. these uh, like intergalactic bounty hunters are uh, hunting her down. Okay. This one, they go into this uh, like alternate reality. Ooh, that's always to, fun. To try and get help changing uh, the the guy back to a, a person. Nice. Uh, hey, on the other side of the of the of the of the constant struggle, we had catfight, which uh, was actually so. This is technically Man Eaters number four, but this issue is catfight. A Boy's Guide to Dangerous Cats, the winter issue. It's and and is basically a standalone that you can read without yep. reading the other ones, yep. right? I didn't know that they were doing this, and so when I opened it up and saw the table of contents reading like a magazine, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a good joke. And then I went and flipped through the next couple of pages, and no, there are straight-up articles, uh, top 12 survival tools for boys, uh, you know, up to and including uh, your uh, backpack, you know, tissue paper, rope, uh, Estro Defense Hand Sanitizer and Estro Pure Drinking Water, completely free of estrogen, because there is a, a weird world where uh, young girls turn into ferocious cat beasts in this comic book. And so yeah. this is your uh, this is your guide to surviving in that world. Yeah, if you get a hold of that issue, there's also a nice subscription uh, card on the back there. So. There is, yes. You can mail in and start to get this on a quarterly basis. I'm Be sure that's... Protected from uh, pubescent girls year-round. Yep. It's legit. <laughs> Astro, no thanks. <laughs> uh, got a, a random slew of ones just to bring up. Um, we had Gideon Falls, number nine. Uh, we had uh, Spider Man, number 12, The Amazing Spider Man, with Ryan Otley currently back on the book, which I'm sure he'll jump off at some point again, but I'll enjoy it while he's here. <laughs> Exorcisters, number three. You didn't get around to reading oh, that one, did you? No. Okay. I was so bummed that. I was disappointed in myself this week. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it's a crazy time of year. It's hard to, it's hard to commit to the first, you know, two nights of having them making I'm sure we get all over bed. But we can, we do what we can. Some weeks were better than others. Uh, one that I did read was this one called Hardcore by Andy Diggle um, and Alessandro Viti. This is a pretty crazy concept one. Uh, it starts off and you're in the room with these like Russian like leader moth like mafia mob types. And all of a sudden, one of the guys sitting at the table turns and, like, just tries to kill the guy sitting at the head of the table. Oh, jeez. And it turns out that the premise kind of falls around this government program that uh, developed the uh, way to put a little microchip inside a person's body, like the spine specifically, and then be able to activate that chip and gain complete control of their person and body. Oh man! And so the government's been using this as like a as like a you know uh, what's the word kind of like infiltration an, kind of a means yeah like an MK Ultra type thing but actually be able to control them yeah yeah so yeah and then it it uh they 
they set up this whole premise in this government plot. And then, of course, by the end of the issue, they completely flip the table on that concept and everything goes crazy. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it was uh, hardcore. Number one, it was pretty hardcore. Yeah, it was, I opened that thing up and I was uh, had every intention of reading it. But the words were just like, nope, you're way too tired to do this. <laughs> So there's a, a double dose of the BPRD universe stuff, which will lead us into a small segment that I want to cover. <laughs> we got Crimson Lotus, number 205, which is telling the backstory of the character called the Crimson Lotus, who is one of uh, Lobster Johnson's big bad guys, or <laughs> ladies, I guess. Uh, so it's kind of doing a little bit of a deep dive into that history. And so it, it, if you're not invested in the universe, it might not be the best book just to pick up. But it is interesting, especially if you like Lobster Johnson. And I know there are some Lobster Johnson fans out there. Uh, this one has been interesting. Uh, and then also uh, the Man of the Hour Hellboy and a BPRD. Uh, number two out of the uh, the run that's fallen in the year 1956. Happens to cover some of the time that Hellboy is in a drunken blur in Mexico hanging out with luchadors. <laughs> you don't see a, a whole lot of him of this in this issue because that's kind of what he's doing. But uh, it's going into a lot of history with uh, Professor Broom. Uh, it's explaining a little bit more backstory on Varvara, the the little girl who seems like she's a doll in like current continuity, but hmm. she's some she's got some weird sway within the Russian government. So yeah, all that stuff leads us to the fact that the Hellboy trailer dropped this week, and we are not recording AU Radio to talk about it. I mean, obviously we will whenever we we get back, but. Did you watch it? I did. What did you think? I, you know, I at first I I was a little put off by the face, but uh, I know, know what you mean. A little I'll, bit. I'll get over it pretty yeah. quick. I'm sure. Uh, everything else I saw was uh, was wonderful. They uh, just from the fanboy stance of you know like trying to nitpick everything about it. They cover so much of the story. Like if you've read them. Um, it seems like the pieces that they're picking up and playing around with the timeline a little bit um, with is uh, Darkness Calls, which is like it leads into the very end. Like it's kind of like the beginning of the end of the of the main run of Hellboy. Hmm. And it it shows in the trailer that they're hunting giants or trolls or whatever they whatever they're going to decide to call them. And that happens in the story right after that called The Wild Hunt, which oh, are nice. two of the best Hellboy stories. They're so good. I'm just, I'm so excited to see them play around with those, you know, those toys and see which ones they're going to break before they put them back in the toy box. So this one, uh, is Guillermo involved in this one? No, he's he, not. He didn't? Okay. Um, I think the guy's name is Neil Marshall. That was kind of the executive producer on it. Um, he's done, he's done a lot. Um, but, uh, Game of Thrones is kind of the one that people know, obviously the one that people probably know him the most from. Um, and he's done some of the, like, I think he's, like, been nominated for awards for the episodes that he's directed and whatnot. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, they definitely are getting the look of, like, the gothic, like, underworld stuff down really, really well. I don't know. There's just so much to love. And if you don't like it, feel free to write in, you know? We're, <laughs> the, the phone lines are open. And we'd love to, we'd love to hear, uh, you know, dissenting opinion if you happen to have one you want to throw our way. Where, where can they, uh, where can they... Message us, Jason. <laughs> Podcast at advunderground.com. Or if you want to throw some positive, you know, positivity our way, either way, you know, we're, we're happy for a response from people if That's you want true. to talk our, to us. Our boss can see that email, so be nice if you're right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. Hellboy stuff. Can't, can't not talk about it. Just, just yeah. can't not. I was, I was asked, uh, Darian was asking me. Uh, what I thought about it and if if I thought that they were going to do a good job and I was like well George is really excited <laughs> if he's excited then they must be doing something right 
I and I also am I'm kind of happy that they waited as long as they did to show it to us because now we get to be excited in a shorter amount of time. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> just in general, if you can't tell. Uh, a couple last ones to rattle off for the week. Um, Bendis's cover number four came out, uh, which I have been loving to death with. I think a lot of that has to do with not only the fact that the story is fun, but David Mack's artwork so, is phenomenal. So you, you've been keeping up on that one? I, I need to read this one, but I have been keeping okay. up. Because uh, I, was, I was talking to Jen earlier, and mm-hmm. she said that she was, I think she's doing a review on that. Oh, uh, really? So she's been reading it and has been really enjoying the fact that the art style like changes mm-hmm. when they when the character meets other artists and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They they started out and it actually it doesn't it almost doesn't look like David Mack on the very first pages of the comic book because they're at a convention like a comic book convention. Yeah, and everybody looks super goofy and you can't see cosplayers in the background <laughs> and stuff. But but as the story kind of focuses in the art style also kind of narrows in and it becomes a lot more of David Mack's classic, like beautiful, sometimes painted, sometimes drawn, but always gorgeous. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that they show some pages, since he's a comic book creator, the the main character, they show some of the story within a story, like the story of his comic book on the pages and they have nice, beautiful painted David Mack artwork and then some writing from the book itself. And it's just, they do, they're having so much fun with the, wow. the kind of meta concept of it. Yeah. The, it, it sounded intriguing at first, uh, but now, like hearing how they're like doing the art and changing it and, mm-hmm. and doing all that, it makes me want to read it even more. Yeah, well, I mean, if you've ever seen any pages from David Max Kabuki, um, that is kind of his older classic. Like you'll know, he's got just some of the best painted style of art in in all of comic books. Like he's he's among the best. Yeah, his covers are always very sought after, even by people that aren't reading that book. Right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that kind of wraps up what I what I had for the week. I'm sure we I'm sure we missed something. But uh, if there's something that you were excited about, that's uh, you know, that's uh, so I I did have some time to read some stuff. But instead of reading this week's comics, I read <laughs> I read a manga called uh, <laughs> I, I messed up and made the wrong person into a magical girl, Volume One. Say that three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called uh, Machi Maho. Oh, okay. Which, That's easier uh, to say. Robert was saying that it roughly translated. It's uh, I, I made the wrong one a magical girl. Huh. Like, <laughs> Seems weird that they can fit that into one word. Yeah. But that's it, cool. It's uh, it's it's insanity. <laughs> if you get a chance to read it, it's basically the it's it's your typical magical girl. You know, monsters are coming, and then the, this cute little floating bunny guy needs to find a magical girl to take them all out, mm-hmm. and he thinks that he sees one that would be perfect. And so he, you know, he decides that, that she's going to be the magical girl, mm-hmm. but she just turns out to be this complete psychopath. Like, like if Harley Quinn had been chosen for that thing, I think was at the, I thought. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, okay. Just some psycho. And she doesn't seem to need to change into a magical girl to beat up the monsters. She's somehow that much of a badass that she can channel it without doing the whole Sailor Moon thing. Nice. Good for her. <laughs> The and whole Sailor Moon thing. <laughs> everybody, everybody knows the whole Sailor Moon transformation thing. Sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to... What's well, coming out next week? Yeah, that's a good question. Let's take oh, a look. yeah. So, uh, Coda is uh, finally getting another issue. Uh, oh, Number good. eight comes out. Uh, Conan the Barbarian drops. So we've got... Oh, does uh, it really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was coming out in January. Um, No. 
Sweet. No, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I don't know. Unless they decided to send us the comics in the wrong week again. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that was fun. That was that was a thing that happened. <laughs> uh, old man uh, old lady Harley gets uh the next issue. Very nice. Old man Harley would be quite a twist. Old man, yeah. What a twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else did we have? Runaways number 17. Uh, Unnatural number six. Nice. Oh, yeah. I uh, got Walking Dead coming out. Nice. Uh, we've got uh, Bone Parish number five uh, hits the shelves. Got uh, yeah, Hellboy and the BPRD 1956 number two. <laughs> we kind of talked about that week? a little early, but oh, okay. yeah. That's uh, right. We'll be on we'll be on hiatus anyway. So yeah, uh, Mars Attacks number three. I'm looking forward to reading that one. Uh, that's just been a hilarious. GoBots number two. Yes, we're getting. Uh, I think one of those. <laughs> How's that? But did you read the first one? No. Okay. I, I flipped through it, and the art is actually strangely good. <laughs> Does it look like the old cartoon? Or is yeah, it, it looks style? exactly like the the, the figures that you used to get. Oh, you know, they, they look super stiff and yeah. I loved my GoBots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I had more GoBots than I had uh, Transformers. Uh, Fantastic Four number five comes in. Uh, Superior Spider Man number one comes out. Nice. X Force number one uh, is dropping. Oh, <laughs> Perfect. got another Uncanny X Men. They've got to be getting close to switching that to monthly, aren't they? I think so. They they usually do like a like a little bit of an extended run where they do drop it weekly, but then after that they'll switch back. So they might go back to doing two a month though. Yeah, I remember looking that up, but now I've completely forgotten when they were switching that. So. Yay for me. <laughs> It'll happen sometime soon. It could be that they were just running through the end of the year and then switching back after that, but we'll see. Yeah. Flash gets another one. Uh, there's Giant Days. Heroes in Crisis number four. How oh, did we forget about that one? Right. That That's one sh- That one had a bit of a controversy, didn't it? Or is it the next one? What do you mean the next one, the one that's going to be coming out soon? Yeah, there was a, there was a big debacle. Somebody had uh, released... An early art concept for one of the covers. Oh, and that, it was a bit spoilery. Well, it uh, it, it it showed it, it was a it was a, uh, a poison ivy cover. Okay, where it showed her on the floor, like trying to write out the name of the person that was murdering her or whatever. Hmm. But uh, people didn't like it because you know if you took the blood away it actually kind of looked like she was in a very prone sexual oh, like gotcha. had this look of pleasure on her face and all this so everybody erupted into this huge hate storm hmm. but then Tom King came out and he's like no that was never going to be a cover it, it somebody had leaked it before it even got to the cutting board you know, oh cutting gotcha 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 huh so well, people people will be angry when they want to be angry. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, <laughs> did you have a question for us, Jason? Sure, guys. <laughs> Ended on a high note there. Uh, this is a disjointed episode of the Comics Corner today. Uh, so I'd like to know today, fellas, what would your name be and what would you be like your powers if you were a Batman villain? So uh, the example I came up with for myself 
I'm an audio guy. I like to play with sound, so I figured I'd be called something like the mixer, and I could have like some audio altering toys, like maybe throw my voice or alter my voice or use other people's voices. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but then also I could use like sonic weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something like that. I'd, nice. I'd like to think that I would show up as a crossover. Oh yeah, from uh, Forty Toad Spider Man. Oh, beautiful! Since uh, Corey and I actually have a a character in that, the uh, the the Outstanding Idiot Coalition. Okay. Uh, so so my name would be T Line the Sherpa, Governor of the Universe. Okay. <laughs> our, our combined powers are just coming up with the the worst ways to take over the world. <laughs> nice. Cool. I like it. So I actually am thinking now that. Uh, this name might actually be used by somebody else, but I don't care. I'm going to use it anyways. Uh, <laughs> my Batman villain name would be the Wizard, <laughs> and I would be a low-level magic-using guy, but happens to have like one fifth of Voltron. Oh, okay, like just like only one part, so it's not that impressive. <laughs> but you know, and I also use you know magic and you know whatnot, which just frustrates Batman more than anything because he doesn't quite understand it. Are you part <laughs> of a an evil team then? I got separated from them, so it's just me now. <sighs> tragic yeah so you you just have this transforming mech suit that like turns into a shin a just leg. turns yeah. into a exactly leg. yes just a leg <laughs> that is exactly what it is so. beautiful yeah. well thank you guys I appreciate that yeah. that's fun thank you Jason and Travis yeah bye. bye you've been listening to AU Radio Comics Corner music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground Copyright 2018 All Rights Reserved. contact the show follow us on twitter at au underscore radio facebook at au radio podcast instagram at au dot radio or you can email the show at podcast at adv you can also support this show and all the shows on au radio by becoming a patron of the au radio network find us on patreon as au radio at adventures underground you can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month thanks for listening